I don't know about yourselves, but I get Thomas. I completely understand where he was at. There he was, he'd been walking the highways and byways of Judah and Galilee for three years with this person, this Jesus fellow. And he thought that this was the Messiah, the promised one who was going to rescue Israel. And then he ends up on a cross. All his thoughts about what should have happened, what was supposed to happen, at least as he understood it, went up in smoke at that moment and he was left bereft. And so when his fellow disciples say, we have seen the Lord, it's only reasonable that he would say, yeah, nah, unless I can actually see the hands and put my hand into the side, I'm not going to accept this. I've been caught before. I'm not going to set myself up for disappointment again. I get it. And if we're honest with ourselves, I think we can all say we get Thomas. There have been times, particularly recently for me, where I've railed against heaven saying, what is going on? This is not supposed to happen this way. This is not the way things are supposed to happen. I've doubted, and doubt is okay. Contrary to popular belief, and I've said it before, doubt is not the enemy of faith. Apathy is the enemy of faith. Doubt is okay. We are supposed to question. God gave us an intellect to do exactly that. So when things don't work out the way they're supposed to work out, at least from our perspective, we naturally say, what's going on? Just like Thomas. And so I get Thomas. Thomas, in that second appearance of Jesus, is there with his disciples, the ones who had already said, we've seen the Lord, to whom he's responded, no. And there all of a sudden he's confronted with the resurrected Jesus. There in that upper room for the second time in eight days, there is Jesus. And instead of railing against Thomas, instead of Thomas of going off at Thomas and saying, what's wrong with you, son? Where did I go wrong with you? Don't you accept that I am here? Jesus provides Thomas with exactly what he needed at that moment. It was an act of extraordinary mercy on the part of Jesus. He could have railed against Thomas, but no. He went and said, here are my hands. Give me your hand, put it into my side. Doubt no longer, but believe. It was exactly what Thomas required. And so that's what Thomas received. In the midst of doubt, in the midst of questioning what's going on, Thomas got what he needed. And so I'd like to suggest that when we doubt, when we fail to grasp God's presence and plan for us and for others, we too will be given the opportunity, God-given opportunity, to receive mercy and be given exactly what it is that we need at that moment in order to, along with Thomas, say, my Lord and my God. It's not always easy to accept things that are put before us. But when we doubt, it's a perfect opportunity for God to act. And it's God who acts, not us. It's God who acts and provides us with those things that we are needed to shore up our faith, to give us those things that we require for us to be able to go one step further and say yes, I believe. In this 
day of resurrection, on this Easter day, we gather here because we believe. And it's a perfect opportunity once again to revel in what God has given to us to shore up that faith. We come here this morning to proclaim that Christ is alive, that Christ conquered death, and that any doubt we have today, tomorrow, next week, next month, is overcome by that one simple thing, our faith. A faith that comes not through anything we do, but because God gives us what we need to have faith. Here in this place this morning, that faith is shored up again as we celebrate the presence of the risen Christ, as it does each and every time we gather in this place. And so, my brothers and sisters, on this Easter day, on this second Sunday of Easter, as we come together to proclaim the good news that Christ has been raised from the dead and is alive and dwelling among us, we revel in the fact that that is God's gift to us to shore up that one thing that we need, our faith, to, in order to cope with all that comes our way. When we doubt, we haven't lost faith. When we doubt, we open the doors for God's mercy to come into us and shore up that faith that we have so that we can, along with Thomas, say, my Lord and my God.